0: For some strange reason, I thought it would be a good idea to walk around and jump into the driver's seat.
1: Welcome to One Night in Bangkok. I'm Sav. I'm Charlie. And I'm MJ. And together... We're bringing you the crazy travel stories from around the world that never made it into the guidebooks.
2: Cabin crew, prepare for takeoff.
1: What a fucking tune! I feel like you literally cannot think of Vegas without hearing in your head "Viva Las Vegas." Vegas.
3: <laughs> I reckon the energy of it matches Vegas as well. It's just like, yeah, boys, we're on. Like the other thing that reminds me of Vegas is like classic the Shania Twain, like "Let's Go Girls." That that is like. <laughs> Let's go, goes, kick the door down, enter Vegas. Like that. <laughs> it's just so good.
2: I even just love the start of Eva Las Vegas, how Elvis is like, Bright Life City,
1: gonna set my soul. <laughs> gonna set my soul on fire. <laughs> So, so did these no honestly real question did these vegas weddings start after that song or before that song like how did elvis get involved with like marrying like you know what i'm talking about the fake elvis marrying random people
3: i don't know for sure but i'm gonna guess it's just people associate elvis with vegas because of that song and then yeah the, the weddings is kind of separate i think and then it just became I funny think- to get married by elvis because he's like over that, i don't know let me google it live google
1: it's really weird, guys. Like, why it, Why have we just accepted it? Do you know what I mean? Like, even just thinking about it now, what a weird concept. It's so normal for people to go and get married in Vegas by Elvis Presley. Like, it's just a
3: common practice. Oh, guys, there's a real story to this. Like, okay. do you want it? Yeah, yeah, yeah please. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've just Googled, why do people get married by Elvis in Vegas? This is why. So uh, it dates back to when Elvis married Priscilla Presley. It's one of the most famous weddings of all time. It only lasted a few years. It was like a reportedly sham marriage, whatever. But I love Priscilla. that is the wedding that was so instrumental in making Vegas weddings so popular. So essentially, they met, had a courtship for eight years. I was together like quite a while, actually. Mm-hmm. Proposed, gave her this huge diamond ring. And it wasn't until like you know some years later they finally tied the knot and obviously Elvis is like at peak popularity like you know avoiding the paps vibe so to avoid the press they went to the Las Vegas courthouse to get a marriage license at 4 a.m since only clerks are on site the news was prevented from being leaked to the press in order to keep the wedding small and hidden, they chose to be married at the Aladdin Hotel in Las Vegas. The ceremony oh. took place in Milton Prell's suite. I don't know who that is. He sounds important. And the entire ceremony was only about eight minutes long. The couple chose a civil ceremony, which Nevada Supreme Court Justice David Zenoff performed. So there you go. It's, I mean, that makes sense.
1: I love the irony of that the purpose of their wedding was to make it the most chill and hidden, like, situation they possibly could. And now, on the contrary, it's literally the most opposite. Like, people could just fucking meet someone out at a club and they're like, let's get married! And it's turned into the craziest (laughs) way you could get married ever. It's, like, the complete opposite of what they did.
3: (laughs) Also, I love that it's just entered, like, real folklore now. Like, you know, I've been to Vegas, I I think it's four or five times. Like, I don't know. But, um... Twice now on two separate trips, I've run into like a stereotypical classic Vegas bride and I was so excited. I've got photos of both of them somewhere. I'll try and dig them up. But (laughs) literally one of them is me standing next to the Vegas bride. It's like the audacity of me to just walk up to a Vegas bride and be like, can we have a photo? But that's what I did. I was obviously, I don't know, who knows what time it was because I was in a casino and they don't want you to know that thing. So...
1: bloody nuts. MJ, what have you got for us? Have you got a Vegas story? Well, guys, I have
2: not been to Vegas, unfortunately. It's definitely on my to-do list. I'm a little bit frightened to go there because I know that I will probably go missing in action Um, (laughs) um, and I'm going to come back probably and I probably sold my clothes and got no money, got no wallet, like just gone ham. My dad's been to Vegas and this is like just classic my dad as well, (laughs) but this is just so funny so he went he went to america with a couple of his actually there was four of his friends and they went to vegas and they were like oh let's go out for dinner to this restaurant and they'd been drinking all day they'd been gambling they'd been out to the canyon having a great old time anyway so they go to this restaurant And from what I've heard about Vegas is that all of like, you can walk from hotel to hotel. They're all sort of like interconnected and they're very confusing and there's no windows. Like it's just, it's just a lot going on. So they sit down, they order their food. Dad orders a beautiful steak. He's like, I need to go to the pisser. I'm just, I'm going to go to the toilet. (laughs) He gets up, he leaves, he goes to the bathroom, he walks out and he doesn't know where he is. (laughs) and if you know my dad as well he started to panic a little bit (laughs) so it gets to an hour and 15 minutes later he still hasn't found the restaurant he's walking around around and he's cracked it by this point he's as you would Yeah. (laughs) by the time he gets back to the restaurant and he actually finds it Two of the guys have already left. They've had their dinner. Everyone else has had their dinner and Dad's steak's just sitting there and it's cold as ice by now. And he didn't even eat it. He's like, because he was just so angry. He's like, I'm not even eating this now. I'll just get a glass of red wine and a a glass of scotch. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let's go hit the tables. But just so funny. I really empathise with that because along with, like you say, the hotels are all next to each other. It's deliberately disorienting and they're all themed. So, like, there's no – like, I, I've been in Vegas a few different times where I've just been like, wait, which hotel am I in? Or, you know, where? which one am I staying at again? Is it the volcano one or the one that you, you don't – they're all just so bizarre and, like, you, they just all kind of blend into one after a while, especially after a few drinks. Like.
1: I know, like, yeah. how they have the Paris one, like the Eiffel Tower, and then they've also – got the pyramid like it's like what's going on out there would you agree Sav and I don't know if you flew in or flew out in the evening but it's probably one of the most magical sights that I ever seen was sadly I had to do it on the way out but Kind of like I was like ready to go but (laughs) you see the strip and you're like that is because it's in the middle of the desert completely like you hear that but it's true there is nothing around it at all and to see that strip lit up like it is with all these random hotels and all the shapes and sizes. It honestly, like, I've got that goosebump feeling thinking about
3: it. I think I'm ready to go back. <laughs> oh, dangerous. No, but the other thing is it, that's quite unique. I agree. It is com- It is complete. It's like desert, 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 desert. Bright lights, desert, 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 desert. Like, it's insane. But the other thing that's unique about Vegas is that the airport runway is so close to the actual strip. So, you know, like, say you land in Melbourne or, like, you're out in Talamarine, You don't actually even – you might not even see Melbourne necessarily depending on which way you come from. But, yeah, when you fly in and out of Vegas, you literally – it feels like you can reach out and touch the hotels. Like it's so close. So you've you've got literally like the best bird's eye view of it.
1: Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, one of the times when I went to Vegas, I was out, I don't know, what time until like crazy, whatever. And I was with another girl and we met these like random guys and like, we were just having fun. Like it wasn't like sexual or anything. Like we just literally got along and we were just getting fucked up and like we were on their vibe, they are on our vibe, and they're like, oh, do you want to come back to ours and party? We've got a lot of coke. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> fuck it, yeah, let's go. Anyway, I remember getting there and I kind of like was equally excited but also shitting myself because we open up this like door to this like penthouse with these guys and I shit you fucking not, on the table is a pile of cocaine like <laughs> – I'm gonna say <laughs> the circumference was like 30 centimeters oh, like oh, I'm I'm and it was probably about 15 20 centimeters high just in the oh, middle of the table a pile and I was like, who are these people and but anyway they were like just take what you want and we were like um <laughs> like what are we what are we gonna owe you but they were genuinely really chill like it was fine as I were
3: like yeah just take whatever you want so yeah we were just like Grabbing it from <laughs> this huge pile. Do you, do you know what I'm imagining? Like, you know when you have that packet of Wispies and you've got like a little shovel? Yes! <laughs> I just pictured
2: Charlie, you walking in and then just putting your face like bang straight into the middle
1: of the pile and just like shaking your head around. Like, <laughs> I just remember it was around the same time that that song, if you know it, you know it. Actually, MJ, you put it in one of our episodes, the recent one with little Bobby and his cocaine-making story in Colombia. Listen, if you haven't, it's a fucking cracker. But you put the song in there and it's that song that's, I'm in love with the, the cork cor- cor- <laughs> And I just remember singing it over and over and I was like, these guys probably regret it. They're probably like, we deal with this shit every day. We see it all the time. And I was just like a kid in a candy store. It was fucking corked <laughs> <laughs> I got it for the low, low. Yeah. <laughs> what did it say? It's like baking soda. I, I got, got baking, baking soda. soda.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck! I missed that song. You'll have to soundbite it again. I'm in love with the coco. I got it for <laughs> the <job>. low, low. <laughs> All right, Sav, you're up. What do you got for us?
3: Okay, well, look, I'm not going to lie. My best Vegas story, I'm saving it because what? two reasons. One, I don't remember enough of it. I need help from some friends to, to retell it. But I'll I'll drop this tidbit. We call it Sausage Fest 2012. That's all I'm going to say oh. for now. Delish. Yeah, it's coming up soon. <laughs>
1: Sounds like I want to go there in 2012. 20- <laughs> <laughs>
3: no but I will tell just a little tidbit so one of the times I went to Vegas was actually we were on a work trip back when I was working as a travel I know every every time (laughs) but this was um this is a special one this is so in the travel agency world I don't know about these days probably not but back in the day you got for meals which is basically like a free trip sponsored by the hotels and um, maybe a wholesaler to kind of educate you on the destination and promote products that you can sell later right all expenses paid essentially you just need like a tiny bit of spending money amazing my very first for meal that I ever got was to the US and it was California. So it was LA, I think it was just LA now, but we're doing Disneyland and like all of this stuff, right? Like it was going to be epic anyway. We get to LA. We've got the best familial group ever. It's kind of like if you've ever done a Kentucky and your, your group's just the best. Everyone thinks theirs is the best, but honestly, mine was the best. We just have the, like <laughs> <laughs> It's actually how I met Lex. Like, we met on this trip. So, anyway, Aww. we're doing um, this California trip, and I don't remember how this started, but someone in the group said, I wish we were going to Vegas. And then someone else goes, Well, why don't we? Like, we're so close. It's only a five hour drive. Let's do it. And so, don't, yeah. so this, don't forget, like, that's fine if you're on a group trip. We're on an organised for meal that hotels have paid for. Like, <laughs> so this is, like, hectic, right? And I'm not going to say the name of the wholesaler, but you can probably guess. It's the main one. <laughs> this, this whole thing that I'm about to tell you is the reason that after this trip, they made a rule that every for meal after that had to have not one but two chaperones from the wholesaler to avoid this happening. <laughs> Sorry, to this to this day, I believe. Oh, I don't know if they're still going ahead. They, they need two chaperones. The re- so we basically went rogue. Like we went to our our God, and we were like, "Okay, oh, what's it going to take to get to Vegas?" And, was, and and the best part was he was all for it. He was like, yep, yeah, let's do it." He goes, "In fact, let's let's not. We're not just going to do it. We're going to do it." So then he calls a company or like I don't know how this happened. Next minute, next thing we know, we're in a parking lot of like some Walmart and we're paying this huge black dude f- to, to be our limo driver for the night so he's got this huge limo there's like 12 of us so i'm talking like ridiculous size limo our wholesaler guide is there basically throwing american dollar bills u.s dollar bills at him to pay for this limo there's a photo of him like in the back seat with all these dollar 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 bills dollar, dollar, long story million. short we. We hire the limo for the night. We had commitments that day and the following morning. So we're like, we've only got one option here. We've got to pull an all-nighter, take the limo to Vegas and come back in the morning for the hotel inspections. So we take the limo to Vegas. We literally stay out all night. All I remember is going to Caesars Palace. There's a a club called Pure there. Went to Pure all night. I think we had hotel hotels at like 11, so like 4.30 a.m. Back in the limo. We made the limo go through Macca's drive-thru, but of course it can't. So it just had to park on the side and we were like yelling our orders from like two metres away. (laughs) Like, oh, rolled no. back into the hotel. You can imagine like 12 people have been up all night like on all sort, like, you know, off our heads. And I remember the hotel security just went, did you guys sleep? And we we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like we're go slept? through hotel inspections like pretending to care about these fucking hotels that we were just absolutely rooted. So, yeah. And from then on, mandatory, two chaperones. So that the the one that was there couldn't be coerced into taking a side trip to Vegas
2: Love that wholesaler, though. What a legend. Goes down in history.
1: Oh, my God. I honestly love that. That is so funny. I feel like if anyone listening has had a story where they were staying in a certain city and woke up in another one, please tell us. These stories (laughs) are life.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited to hear our stories today, though. It comes from someone who is known as Snakebite.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but I love it and I'm here for it. Good old snake bite. <laughs> I'd say this story is just as fucking weird and questionable as that name. <laughs> 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 oh, let's get into it. Let's go. Meet Schmick. He's back. You might remember him from a few stories in season one. This time... He finds himself someplace he shouldn't be, and this is his story. Welcome back, Schmick. You are here for season two. How are you?
0: Ah, season two. Have you guys made it this far? We have. (laughs) Well done. We made it
1: number one in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Humble brag, humble brag.
0: (laughs) Is that just just in Australia, though?
1: Yeah, just Australia. We're working on um, the rest of the world. World domination is um, to follow. I'm sure global takeover, <laughs> global domination. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's so good to have you back because we had you on. I mean, I try and repeat all the stories, but we had you on quite a few last season. Um, You're always a hit. We love to have you about. So we're so grateful for your time for season two again. Ah, uh, thanks for putting up with me. <laughs> that's all right mate so i'm actually not surprised at all but you've got a ripper vegas story and this week that's exactly what we're talking about i usually say set the scene but hey we know you're in vegas so what took you there
0: i like how you said ripper vegas story because there's rippers in this story um oh yes <laughs> so it was uh we, we, we my mate was getting married in las vegas as you do
1: classic
0: i know so we there was like 20 of us that Flew over. We went to LA for a couple of nights, did Disneyland, woo! um, And then uh, drove to Vegas, and that's when the fun began.
1: So, what happened?
0: So, weddings in Vegas, um, the Bucks is in Vegas, and the Bucks was the night before the wedding. So,
1: are you kidding me? That's fucked. Who does that? Sorry to cut you off, but what the (laughs) fuck?
0: (laughs) I know. I don't know. Like, I I was the best man as well. So, like, uh, I didn't get through it unscathed. Let's put it that way. Um,
1: Yeah. Weird choices. But anyway, we're not judging. Go on. All
0: right. So, (laughs) the Bucks Day started out awesome. I found a place for us to go play golf. My mate and I, we'd actually hired a a Mustang convertible to drive from to Vegas in because, you know, do it in style. So, we're driving around, man in the day, and it's like, cool just the boys and then it starts to turn dark and that's when shit gets real so (laughs) we were staying at caesar's so pretty much like you know middle of the strip and yeah um we just started off there just some quiet drinks at the end of the day then we decided it was time to go out and i love love this about vegas we're sitting there and you know how like if you're at a pub and you like doing a pub call you decide to move on yeah you're like bottoms up everybody and then you go yes like bottoms up actually we're in vegas just take your fucking drink and let's go
1: yes <laughs> so fucking true that is such a good boy love that best. for vegas yeah
0: and then when you're done with it just throw the glass on the ground it's fucking great no don't do that but be respectful.
1: no definitely don't definitely don't <laughs> anyway so we go out and then you know there's
0: a group of we about 10 of us or something like that and it was mixed ages too we had a guy in a wheelchair to start with, my um, mate who was getting married, his cousin was uh, in Canada and he put a, he, he jumped through a window apparently and uh, had his leg open. So he's in a wheelchair. And then we had uh, his uncle and his um, stepdad there as well. So they're like in their 50s. So there's a big age difference between like from, I don't know, 20-somethings to 50-year-olds, something for everybody. Alan was yep. walking along, <laughs> trying to find a place to drink, couldn't pick which one. And this guy walks up to us. His name was Mike. And we called him mustache yeah. Mike because he had this beautiful, beautiful moustache, perfectly groomed. And he comes up to us and he goes, guys, guys, what are you up to tonight? And we're like, oh, it's my mate's Bucks night. Bucks night. Oh, perfect, perfect. Have I got the deal for you? And it's like, oh, <laughs> please, Mike, tell us what your deal is. And he goes, well, this is the deal. So it costs you $20 each, only $20 each, and I have a big limo big F-150 stretch limo come pick you up, and they take you to the club. And these girls, they are quality, quality girls I'm talking about. I sound like Trump for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah.
4: We're going to build the wall.
0: Mexico's going to pay for the wall.
1: Uh,
0: no, no. Quality girls, you know, stormy dance. Quality girls. Anyways, I don't know. Um, they keep going, quality girls, and we get a limo that takes us there, and then at the end of the night, the limo takes us back to the hotel. All right? And we're like you know what, travelled a couple of places in my life, when things sound too good to be true, they're too good to be true. So, like, Mike, that's a very nice deal. Thank you for sharing that with us. We will consider this and uh, get back to you later. So we continue on with our night. And when I continue on, I say we walk into the next casino that had a door open. And yeah. this, <laughs> this
1: place so true. was awesome.
0: So, picture, like, you walk into a pub, right, and you've got pool tables set up, and you put your coin on the table, and you wait for the table to become available, and then you play your pool, and awesome, right? This place didn't have pool tables. This place had beer pong tables.
1: Oh, my God. Fuck, yes.
0: A whole floor of beer pong tables. And to the point where, like, they were branded as well. Like, you know, the NBA and and the baseball logos? It had... Yeah. A logo similar to that, but it was beer pong logos across the table. And you just waited for one to become available. And you go up to the bar, you order two jugs, they give you the cups, and you just stand there and play beer pong. And it was an absolute hoot. Needless to say, within like an hour or so of being there, we were all shit-faced and it was...
4: Yeah.
0: And we're like, <laughs> where do we go now? And then someone's just gone, let's find Mike.
1: We're so shit-faced, the deal's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we knew at some point
0: there was going to be rippers, right? So, like, Mike's the guy. Let's find him. We're stuck at Mike. Yeah. So we marched out of there, came out onto the strip, and we didn't even have to look around, mate. He knew. He felt it in his bones. He turned around, and there he was. And, like, he's like, <laughs> guys, what do you reckon? Like, Mike, a book at Dano. So... <laughs> He's jumped on the old dog and bone, called up the guy to come around and pick us up, and no word of a light. It was a big F-150 truck stretched limo. It was oh. huge. Like, I didn't even have to duck stepping into it. I just, like, walked into it. and
1: <laughs> That's such a good visual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it took us to this club, and the club, yeah, no, pretty cool. I'm not sure how much I want to discuss about what happened at the club.
1: It's your call. Your call.
0: Look, I'll tell you my personal instance what happened at the club. This lovely lady, came and sat on my lap, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this, came and sat on my lap (laughs) and um, was talking to me, I'm like, yeah, how you going, cool, yep, no worries, and then she started rubbing my penis, I can't believe I just said penis, Um, (laughs) and I was like, uh, I was a little shocked, I didn't expect it, I didn't ask for it, and it was just like a little, buy me dinner at least, first, come on, anyways, (laughs) and I was like, oh no, that's okay, and she's uh, uh, she's like, would you like to come back? You know, for a private dance kind of thing. I was like, no, no, that's okay. And she's like, well, how about 10 bucks? And I was like, 10 bucks? She's like, yeah, how about 10 bucks? I was like, what for? She goes, I just touched your dick. I was like, I'm not paying you 10 bucks for to <laughs> touching my dick. <laughs> I touch my own dick and I don't pay myself. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. it's <a> trap.
0: <laughs> Needless to say, like, we had a fun night in there. It didn't get too out of hand. And it yeah. came to the end of the night, right? And old Mike had said to us, I call up the guys, they get you this F-150 limo, they pick you up, they take you to the club, lovely girls, lovely girls. And then they get a limo and they take you back to the hotel. Like, yeah, cool. So we leave and we walk outside and there's a limo sitting there waiting and we just go to get in. And the guy's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, getting in the limo, mate. We're going to see this. He goes, okay. So that'll be, and I can't remember how much he said, but he gave us a price. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Mike said. He goes, well, Mike's not here. <laughs> Mind you, it's 3 a.m. I have no idea where we are. And I'm just like, I, I, I couldn't be fucked dealing with this. So my mates were well started arguing but then started negotiating a price per head for this limo ride back to the hotel. Meanwhile, the limo's running and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> for some strange reason, I thought it would be a good idea to walk around and jump into the driver's seat.
1: Oh, my God. What? <laughs>
0: So I have done this and I've locked the door. I (gasps) have, hey, safety first. I put my seatbelt on and and then I I went to reach for the the gear stick and there's nothing there. There There's nothing there. I'm like, how the fuck do you put this into drive? And then I looked at the steering wheel and it was one of those column shift things.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I don't know if you remember the TV show from the '90s, The Wonder Years.
1: (laughs) No, I don't, but it sounds great.
0: (laughs) But I had flashbacks old Arnold learning how to drive a a column shift car, and I was like, (laughs) "How did he do it?" And I'm there focusing on it. I grabbed the stick. I lifted it one way. I shifted it another way. And it just wasn't moving, and I was like, I can't break it. Like, you know, you break it, you own it. So I was like, yeah. what do I do? So I couldn't figure that out. Clearly it's in neutral and parked, so I just sat there revving the engine.
1: <laughs> Scary. <laughs> Big tough schmick. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I just,
0: I didn't even, I just sat, Broom. <laughs> <laughs> Broom. <laughs> And I'm just like, this is great. In <laughs> hindsight, right, imagine I fucking was able to drive it. Anyways, I don't no. even want to go there. It's one of those, you know, thankful I didn't do it. Anyway, so sat there, rev the engine a couple of times, thought I was, you know, a big tough schmick. Yep. Next minute, you know, it's like, bang, <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Old mate's bashing on the window. He goes, What are you doing, man? I'm like... I'm trying to drive. <laughs> get out of there. You can't be in there, man. I'm like, oh, no, okay, okay. I go, no, man, you got to get out of there right now. Get out of there. Like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, and I undid my seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> I picture it clearly in my head, right? I, like, undid the seatbelt, put it. I, I was really precise about it, too. Like, I was really, like undid the seatbelt, okay, now I'm ready, unlock the door, open the door. And then he's like, at me, he's like, what are you doing? You can't fucking do that. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay, mate, it's okay. Just drive, just drive. And then so I've I've had to walk around and get into the back where my mates have negotiated this price and all this sort of shit. And then they started going off at me. I'm like, what? I'm trying to drive. It's home. And he goes, yeah, <laughs> we had him down to ten bucks each and then he put it up to twenty
1: because you dickhead is sitting there riving the engine. <laughs> <laughs> so did you pay him? Did he drive you home?
0: I didn't pay, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, yeah, he did drive us home. I honestly to this day think to myself, Michael, someone was looking after you because if you had driven that <laughs> I don't even know how to yeah. drive a limo.
1: No, exactly. <laughs> There is so much wrong with that. Drink driving, absolute no-go. A limo, a no-go. This fucking weird shift thing on the side, whatever you called it. What do you call it? I think it's called a column shift. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. there is, there is literally so much. There, to be honest, there's nothing good about that, actually.
0: <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. And then so the it the gives you a laugh. Was the rest of us are absolutely. <laughs> like we got back. I remember. We didn't even go through fucking drive through, but in hindsight, how do you drive a fucking limo through drive through?
1: Oh, it happened. It happened. I know people that have done it before, but that one, that one, I don't think it would have fit.
0: It was a monster truck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. It's not a limo. It's a monster truck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just imagine me driving down the strip, just like side swiping cars. and just like. <laughs>
1: No, not sideswiping, just fucking crumpling them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know why that visual for me is fucking hilarious, (laughs) but also really sad for everyone you crush. Like, it's quite morbid, but it's funny as at the same
0: time. (laughs) It's just like Grand Theft Auto, you know, anyways.
1: That's the vibe. That's the vibe. Anyway, Schmick. Thank you so much for sharing. You've been around here before, not your first radio. So looking back, what advice do you wish you could have given yourself?
0: To be honest, I wish I worked out how to fucking use that column shift.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Meet Snakebite. He sets off on a classic boys trip to Vegas, which, of course, doesn't quite go to plan. And this is his story. Snakebite Stoddard, welcome to One Night in Bangkok.
4: Well, Seth, thank you for inviting me. It's been a long time. I've been waiting in the wings.
3: I know. We've been talking about this for so long. And this is the first interview I've ever done face to face. So you're like a guinea pig here. We're just testing it out. You look like a pig. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Snakebite Stoddard, tell me, what is your favourite part about travel?
4: Oh, favourite part about travel is, once you get off that plane, What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong when you're off that plane and the world is your
3: (laughs) oyster? What's the common thread with all the best travel stories, do you think? Alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm drinking a wine, by the way. Cheers. Yeah,
4: cheers. And I'm drinking water. (laughs) Not.
3: (laughs) Okay, so um, you have so many stories that we literally spent about an hour figuring out which story you were going to tell. But we landed on Vegas. Yes. Tell me about Vegas. What do you like about it?
4: Well, for those who haven't been, I strongly encourage you to go because I nearly died, (laughs) but I'm here to live the tale. And as they say, what happens in Vegas is not a punchline. It stays in Vegas, but not tonight.
3: Or it ends up (laughs) on a podcast.
4: (laughs) Or just for you, Sav, just for you. I'm pulling it out of the locker. (laughs)
3: I'm so excited about this. Okay, so set the scene for us, Snakebite. Tell us who was on this trip. How did you come to be in Vegas?
4: Wow. So uh, my friends, John and John, but they were known as JDJB, Mr. Angry, Mr. Angrier, (laughs) and Snakebite. We are all boxing fans. We decided to go and watch Ricky Hatton fight. He was boxing in Vegas for the very first time. So we went, let's do this. So... One of the guys, John Berry, had to organise it. So he was like, he's like the older guy. Uh, very straight. <laughs> Not until he got to Vegas, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We changed him. Yeah. Vegas
3: changes everyone, let's be honest. No one's straight in Vegas.
4: I didn't know he we was going to change him that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we decided to uh, go to the strip, uh, watch the boxing, but have a bit of uh, R&R, rest and recuperation before. In and Vegas? Then after. <laughs> well, that's what we're telling ourselves. And then they're all, the plotting, as they say, thickened.
3: So, you where were you staying in Vegas?
4: Well, that's a good story. Once again, our chip advisor got it totally wrong, and he sent us to Whiskey Pete's. If what you go, yeah, exactly, forty k's away from Nevada.
3: Stop.
4: Yeah, we get off the airplane. He's like that, bold as brash. I'm in charge. I'm the chip advisor. Whiskey Pete's. The taxi driver, even though I can't do a American accent, he went, man, you miles away. I went, I went. you what? I goes, it's on the Strip. No way, man. <laughs> he goes, it's out in the desert. I went, desert? I goes, I want to be on the Strip. And I'm looking at my mate. He goes, don't worry, he's only joking. Well, guess what? We start driving, and all we see is them lights getting darker and darker. And then we're in the desert. There's actually a town next to Las Vegas. If you Google it, this is no shit, listeners. Whiskey Pete's, the worst place in the world. <laughs> It was like something out of Apocalypse. It was like something out of like you go in a bar and everyone looks at you and you go, what?
3: The start of a horror movie, basically. 100%. So
4: what did you
3: do? Did you move location? Tell me you
4: moved. Taxi driver went, give us five minutes. Turn around. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll tell the travel agent in the next day. And I'm like, well, how are we going to leave it to me? So we get back in the taxi. The guy's chuckling. Back to the strip. And we book in. Now I think it's called the Limelight Hotel. That's what I'm thinking. But it was near Caesar's Palace. Well, near there. That's the only one I can close remember. Close enough. Close. Yeah. It was close enough, but it was on the strip.
3: Can you paint a picture for us? If if someone hasn't been to Vegas, they don't know what Caesar's Palace is. What tell us? Oh my what god. What is
4: it? It's like it's Ostentatious as the, uh, and that's a big word for me, by the way.
3: <laughs> Four syllables, well done. Yeah, yeah.
4: and from, from the northeast. No hassle from Newcastle. <laughs> that's big, but everything's big in Vegas. It's like grand. It's funky. It's just the vibe is unbelievable. We weren't staying there, by the way, but we stayed uh, as they say um, from a one to seven star. I'd probably say maybe a two and a half. Caesar's Palace. No where we were staying oh wait you were staying Caesar's Palace is six sorry that's why
3: I was like two and a half stars no No, you're right yeah sorry yeah Caesar's Caesar's Palace is like as it sounds Roman themed seven Mm. pools or something ridiculous yeah
4: it's just out of this world yeah do you know what I mean next level just next level you look in you even look at like you know the, the lobby it's just so grand so we decided well sorry the trip advisor decided to go to I think it's called the Limelight Hotel it might be wrong but if I can picture the scene when we walk through imagine this we walk through them like, you know them like, what they call them, swinging like doors. Right?
3: The revolving yeah, the doors. revolving. Yeah. So I'm
4: like excited, you know, I'm going, Viva, Viva. I walks in. Next thing I know, there's a Michael Jackson person here. They're going, who's bed? You know what bed? bad, I'm bad. You know it. So I'm just going, who's bed? Who's bad? So I'm like joining on. I'm going, this is my type of hotel. And they had people who were dressed up, famous people, dancing. And looking exactly like them.
3: Like, like, like almost like a, one of those wax museums. Yeah. Like real life.
4: But real life, I went, and I was going, hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop saying that, going, hoo, hoo. Bad. How
3: many years ago is this? Because you still do that. Yeah. Like, well, how long ago are we Well, talking? it's down
4: to this guy. <laughs> he impregnated me. Is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. okay. how many years ago like, what uh, are we so talking? that was 2006 so I'm still alive uh, 14 still years later tell, tell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I know where this came from because anyone that's met yeah. with me or hung out with you for any amount of time would have heard you use this phrase <laughs> so that's good okay so then what happened you went out
4: yeah so we got in the a hotel had soda waters no no we went in the hotel checked in Yeah. this is through the day and like it's so busy you know for those people have been to Vegas like it, the city of that doesn't sleep so I'm like this is crazy. So I went to the, uh, the lobby. I went, uh, I can't really do an American accent because I'm from Newcastle. So, But she went, how you doing, sir? <laughs> I didn't know she, he or she was Scottish. <laughs> that was the worst thing ever. Anyway, she said, uh, I went, please tell me it's got one of these pools that you walk in and it's crazy. She went, yeah. I went, are you joking? She went, no.
3: Like a pool party? Like
4: a pool party. Yeah. I went, is it? She went, it's spring break. I went, I, <laughs> I went, what does that mean? And sorry for not being, like, on, on point. She looked at me, she went, huh? I went, swing break, what's that? She went, all the people, all the Americans come down, and it's crazy. I went, crazy is my middle name. I went, <laughs> okay. So we got our checked in. I went, right, see you later, guys. They went, where are you going? I'm off to the pool party. I'm not kidding you, Sav. We ran down to the pool party, and it was one of these where... The doors wouldn't open straight away, and you're getting so excited you want to kick the doors down. It's like one of them, you know, them doors that open automatically. And I'm like jumping in, it's not opening. So I'm banging in, I'm going, <laughs> let me in, let me in. I'm going, and these people behind me on the other side were going, let me out, let me out. I went, well, fucking stand back. So I'm like, let me in, let me out, let me in. Anyway, the doors opened, and it parted like Moses with the Red Sea. <laughs> I went, oh my God, pool party, music bouncing. Honestly, it was like, a hive of women, men—you name it. I didn't think of anything. I just ran. I dived at the pool, did a flip. <laughs> and I swear down, listeners, I flipped. I bounced off a like inflatable. This lass went behind me, flying. <laughs> All I heard was ah. I grabbed a like inflatable. Luckily, it was a. I was either crocodile or a shark. It was one of them beasts. I grabbed it. <laughs> she went flying. Next thing I know, everyone's went
3: yes. <laughs> All right. So the lass has gone flying. Everyone's cheering. What's your next
4: move? Well, I think I'm a legend. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm home. (laughs) So I went to the bar. It was my round. Went to the bar. Went to the lass. Uh, I'm not very good at American accents. And uh, I said, "Uh, can I have some beers? She went, yeah. I went, "Uh, can I have a bucket? She went, yeah. I went, how How many
3: beers in a bucket?
4: Six. I goes, six. She went, buy two, get one free. I went, this is this a game show? Because
3: <laughs> I'm not good at game shows.
4: <laughs> she went, no. She went, I went, buy two, get one free. I'll have four, get two free. She went, okay. How are you going to carry them? I'll be back in a minute. So
3: you've got six buckets of beer, Six this buckets
4: on the, on the bar. These last are going, who's there for? I went, me thinking I'm freaking Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> I'm like, they're for me. I'm freaking England. <laughs> I went, I'll be back in a minute. Ran over, seeing the waiter giving some self, you know, like that dining service yeah. with the trolley. I went, Jackie, I need the trolley. Pinched it off and ran round. Don't worry, love, I'll be bringing it back. Put the buckets on, give them to me mates. By that time, after we drank them all, I'm like, I've got one eye stuck, the other twist. <laughs> and that's not a catch for Cups of Las Vegas. You're steaming. 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 Upside down.
3: Oh, up- upside down.
4: Up- blazing. <laughs> blazing. I've got home and away eyes.
3: <laughs> Maybe someone spiked your drink.
4: That's what happened. <laughs> no, it wasn't That's...
3: the six buckets of beers. Yeah, no, nah, okay. So, all right, so you're at this pool party, you're seeming, now what?
4: After the beers, I went, I need to freshen up. <laughs> all right, I'm seeing double. I'm seeing the crocodile, he's looking good, and even my mates looking good. I went, time to go home, snake bite, to regroup. <laughs> so I went, right, guys, let's go back to the hotel, the 20 minute nap. You know the 20 minute nap. Power I- nap. Power up, extended it for 10 minutes for Vegas.
3: Yeah.
4: Extra 10 minutes. We get up. We get dressed. Oh yes. What do you write my dress like? Fever, I'm <laughs> Cowboy hats.
3: <laughs> Full stetson. Full stetson.
4: <laughs> Shirt. What they call that.
3: Oh, those things around <laughs> the, the neck. Around oh, the neck. What
4: are buckle. They? The buckle was as big as me bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy boots on, right? Not not Guess what? The jeans were tucked into the cowboy boots.
3: Were. Big
4: cigars. We walked in. We thought we were the three amigos. <laughs> Straight in. Where do you we went? Strip club. Nope. Went and played pontoon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What's pontoon? 21. 21. Otherwise known as
4: blackjack. Otherwise known as blackjack. Yeah. It's easy and simple for new people from Newcastle. Yeah. They know they can add up to 21. <laughs> so we get there and oh, we got cigars. Little did I know they start serving you drink. So I'm already blazing. Yeah.
3: So for people that haven't been to Vegas, this is one of my favourite parts about it. If you're sitting there gambling in any way, they will bring you drinks that cost nothing. You just have to tip the waitresses and they'll keep bringing you drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous.
4: Hugely. Yeah. Especially the bird when she turned up. Uh, she had gazookas. All right. <laughs> I've never seen breasts like that. I went. She went. She went. Hi, how you doing? I went. Hello, chicken. <laughs> I went. And I went. to I went. Lady, I'm home. <laughs> She went, you're crazy. I went, oh yes, with my cigar. With <laughs> a <went>,
3: cigar <laughs> and your jets. <steps>
4: <laughs> and she must look, you look like a right dick. <laughs> but you know, when in Vegas? Oh,
3: anything c- goes in Vegas. Anything. It doesn't matter. You can live whatever life you've ever dreamed of living in Vegas.
4: So one of my friends, he I'm not freaking playing. This is a bit miserable. You know you know, Mr. Happy. Mm. So me and John Dunn started playing. Started winning. Oh yes. How winning.
3: much did you win? How much were you up? Ten dollars. <laughs> <Hey, big $10. laughs>
4: time for me. But then we started doing big we went from ten dollars to a hundred to a thousand. I'm
3: scared for both of you.
4: And all of a sudden, like we've got people around. We're giving each other high fives. And we're going, oh yes, we can see the cards. Who's bad? Who's <laughs> And I was going, I kept I was going, I kept on going, you know I'm bad. I'm bad, I can see the cards. (laughs) 21. (laughs) Guess what? 21 come in. I went, I told you. (laughs) And uh, so we we had this like audience. So the more the audience feeded us, the more we got crazy. Drinking more. A lady turned up, her her booze were getting bigger. (laughs) I was smoking more and I was drinking more. And then all of a sudden, I said to my friend, we were up from $10, he was up like $5,000. $5,000 from $10.
3: Oh, quit while you're ahead. Take that money, go. Thank you, Have
4: staff. a good Thank time. Thank you. I'm saying, I'm out. i had about two and a half grand. I'm out. He goes, chicken. <laughs> Thing was, everyone started going, buck, 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 buck. I went, fuck you. <laughs> so I'm going, oh no. So my, my friend is crazy. So 21s, like you can get two cards when you get hit 14. Depends which national, which country you're in. He got 15. I look at these cards and he's like doing his poker face. He went, oh yes, he's got 15. Benaman's over 5,000 on this. Cool as a cucumber. So I'm looking, the dealer, 10, 16. I'm going, oh God, if he says 17, he's finished. So he's got 16. And I'm going, give us 10, give us 10, give us 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. 10. Oh yes, he gets a 5, 21. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, did he bet the whole 5,000? All 5,000 on that. Stop. So what, yep.
3: now he's up 10? Uh,
4: no, 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 he lost. The banker, oh, the, he had 15, oh, the dealer, the dealer had 21. 16, oh, he no. got 521, and he went, and when he showed his cards 15, ever went, are you fucking crazy, 15, <laughs> he went, that's how you roll in Vegas, so we left, I've got two and a half thousand, he's got no, oh. and then he, guess what though, it gets better, that's your fault, I goes, how's it my fault, I told you, I shoot you shit, quit ahead. I went, alright, I goes, listen, let's go and get our friend, so we went to see our friend. I went, come on, let's go. He went, I'm not going anywhere. I goes, what do you mean? He goes, that girl over there is giving me the eye. I went, Oh, here girl. we go. I went, what girl? <laughs> over there. Bearing in mind, that I'm, I'm upside down, but I'm all right. I'm going, no, Ellie. No, 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 no. Yeah, she is. John, she's working tonight? Yeah, I know she is. She's working. I went,
3: <laughs> no, she's working. Oh,
4: she's working with a capital W. He went, <laughs> shut up, man. She's looking at me and she's going, Woo-hoo. She didn't say who's bad, but she was like, ooh, hey, cutie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, John, let's go. I'm telling you now, I'm staying here. So my friend who lost all his money, he went off in the huff, and I'm staying there with... I'm going, come on, John. Walks over, John walks over, thinking he's John Wayne. Although that's Clint Eastwood. And he goes over, guess what happens? How much? <laughs> Straight away. And I went, John, I told you, I'm not paying for anything. I've had enough of this place. So he storms off. So?
3: So you by yourself now?
4: By yourself. Guess what happened? Dangerous. Dangerous. (laughs) I went back to the cards. (laughs) (laughs) The cards were calling.
3: I feel like this is where you... If i if I was you, my memory would start to fade. Like now you by yourself, you're all ged up from the crowd, G'd you're up. playing cards, yeah. You're drinking, you're, yeah.
4: yeah. I've got I've got a girl massaging my shoulders, <laughs> which was feeling really nice, but it was a bloke, but I thought it was a girl. <laughs> right. I think he was hitting on me, but I didn't know what was going on, but it felt nice. And I've got someone stroking my neck, so it all feels like like I was in the out of body experience. And I'm winning. I'm going, This is fucking unbelievable. But I remember, like, I'm, I'm I'm still doing 21s. I can't see the cards. I'm like, right, I'm cashing out. <laughs> so, you know, you get them chips and you shove them in your pockets and then you're walking back to the hotel, but you don't know where you are. Like, I don't even know where I'm at, even though I'm in the hotel. So I go up. They do that
3: deliberately, by the way. They, yeah. they block out. It's There's no natural light. There's no clocks. There's no signs. Exactly. They, do, they want you to feel lost. Exactly. In the sense that, oh, well, I might as well just stay and keep playing.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So... I go to the lobby, trying to get my bearings. I go, am I in the right hotel? And I'm going, I'm sure this is my hotel. I couldn't recognise anything. I'm going, please, please, please. Then I had my, my key. And I went, yes. I went, do I live here? She went, yeah, yeah, up there. She told me the room, like, up f- fourth floor. I went, thank you. I went, where's the lift? She went, she pointed right. I went left. Right, <laughs> I'm like, so. You're on the left. Yeah, yeah. And then she <laughs> bollocked me, come back. So I'm like, oh, what a great day! You know, we've seen Michael Jackson, we've seen Celine Dion, we've seen Barry Manilow. You know, all impersonates all I thought they were real at the end of the night, getting <laughs> photos with them, getting photos with them, thinking these are, I'm going to be famous. And then I, and I'm going, finally, I'm home. So I'm banging on the door, John, John Barry, John Don, let me in, let me in, you bastards. I know I didn't mean it. I know she was a hooker, but I didn't want to tell you straight away. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny. I'm really sorry. I repent. And John Dunn, I'm sorry. I told you to cash out, but I'm really sorry. Please let me in. I'm banging and banging and banging. Let me in. Let me in. Next thing I know, all I remember is I smashed myself to the floor. Oh. Well, I, I headbutted the door and slapped to a slump.
3: You're still dressed as a cowboy at this yeah, point, to be clear. Yeah, a
4: cowboy. Yeah. And I still had my boots on. <laughs> <laughs> so I sit on my boots so I imagine this. I'm slumped, but my back like kind of like my back I think at the at the door, but I don't really know. So I'm in this like dreaming about like whatever, I can't remember. But I'm kick someone's kicking me. And I'm like, Who's that? I thought it was one of the guys. I went, get off me. You're dead to me. Get off me.
3: <laughs> You're dead to get me, get stand up, sir.
4: Stand up, sir. I'm going, stop calling me sir. Stop calling me, sir. Stand up. I'm going, I've fucking had enough of this. So I jumps up, and like, as long as you having a boxing match, <laughs> next thing I know, I'm confronted with a six-foot-six fricking hotel police with a taser gun drawn looking at me. <laughs> get your fucking hands... Th- Wait, well, he didn't swear, he went, get your hands up. I'm like, shut the fuck up, John. I'm going, you're out of order. He goes, stand back, sir, I'll taser you. At that point, that was the best... Wake up pill, hangover cure I've ever had in Instantly my life. Instantly, so Instantly. Like that. I'm going. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Hands just, in the air. Hands in the air. It <laughs> wasn't me. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what my name is, but it wasn't me. He went, I went, that's a real taser gun, isn't it? He went, and I tried to put my finger and he went, start back. <laughs> and like, for those who've a gun, once you cock it, you can hear it like. <laughs> I'm going, shit, I'm going to get tasered. <laughs> I'm going to shit my pants. They're going to tease me. I'm going to shit my pants. It's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> so I went, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why are you picking on me? I, this is where I live. He goes, get, show me your room key. I went, yes, sir. <laughs> he goes, put your hands down. I went, I thought you said hands up. He had put your hands down. I went, shall I get my key? He went, Yes. Yeah, slowly. So you've seen the movie. Slowly, slowly, <laughs> slowly.
3: I'm like, okay.
4: And I reach it and I give him the key. And I went, there you are, I told you I live here. He went, Sir? You live two floors up. <laughs> so you can imagine, after nearly getting tasered, and after you get tasered, he gets shot because he had a pistol with him. He goes, I goes, I'm really sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I'm really, really sorry. And I said, I said, I don't know what happened. I've just drank so much and I'm really drunk. I goes, but I'm not being funny. Does that taser hurt? He went, Pardon? I goes. Does it really hurt? He went, yeah, I'll give you a hell of a shot. I went, Should we try it? He went, sir, are you on drugs? I went, <laughs> I went I'm high on fun and alcohol, because it's Vegas, baby. And he goes, sir, I'll escort you to your door. I went, thank you very much. And this is not a cue, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> so he mentioned six foot six, built like a brick shit. He looked like Thor. Right? Like, in fact, it was Thor. Thor from Vegas. He takes me upstairs and he's looking at me. I didn't see anything. I just put my head down as though I was going to the gallows. And I went, Thank you very much, sir. And I got in and I went, You bastards. You're dead to me. You bastards. I've been tasered. I didn't tell him I didn't get tased, but I told him I got tased. I got tasered. I've got scars. They nearly got shot at. And all because you couldn't fucking pull a fucking hooker and you lost fucking $5,000. And I went, It's not my fault. I want to go home. <laughs> I don't like Vegas anymore. <laughs> So the next day, well, when I woke up, they were really angry at me because I woke them up and they went, get up, get up for breakfast. I went, okay. I went, I'm really feeling, you know, we've all had it where you've got the mother of all hangovers.
3: I don't know what you're talking about. Never been hungover in my life. Oh my God.
4: Well, guess what? (laughs) This would have killed a normal guy. This would have killed three cowboys. (laughs) This would have killed John Wayne, I think. So we went to a diner. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I've am like i only had two hours sleep. My eyeballs are killing me. I'm feeling sorry for myself. I'm sick. Like, I'm looking sick. I'm coming like a zombie. It's like apocalypse. It's like <laughs> dawn of the dead. And I'm going... Urgh. And she went, hey, sir, how can I help you? I went, omelette, <laughs> fries, coke, milkshake. She went, is something wrong with your voice? Yes, Vegas. <laughs> she went, to take a seat, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I couldn't even speak. And I'm like really feeling sorry for myself and I'm sitting down and I'm falling asleep and like and my head's rotating and I had to go to the toilet and I'm like throwing water. You know, I thought, Come on, you can do this, you're a Terminator. <laughs> Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I started doing star jumps, started jumping up and down and running out to the back to the diner and everyone's like looking at me because I was making a right dick of myself because I was trying to wake myself up and pinching myself. You know them cocktail sticks? I was stabbing myself in the fucking head. oosh. <laughs> Wake up, snakebite, you lean, mean, fad machine. And then I woke up, I went, and I said to them, I went, ladies, I'm so bad, I make medicine ill. And they looked at me, they went, we don't look, you look dead. I went, that's right, I'm dead. So I fell asleep. And I'm like, I can, you know when you fall asleep and you wake up and you know everyone's eyes on you. Everyone's looking at you.
3: You probably just did it, pa- hangovers make you paranoid. I was I'm totally sure. paranoid, yeah. honestly.
4: And then my mate went, just fucking eat your food, you're an embarrassment. I went, okay, I've had enough of yous. So I drank the Coke. Bit into this burger. Oh, my God, it tasted so good. Whew! I started chewing it all of a sudden. <laughs> 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 what the hell? they put chilli sauce. Oh Not just chilli, the whole bottle. And the whole... No. The whole diner was in on it. They were tapping the shoulder, taking videos of me. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going, water, water. And you know, you get the big jugs. I just poured it on my head and shoved it. Then I went to the next table, water. So I swamped everything. Everything's over there. I went, medic, help. I went, call 911. <laughs> man down, man down, 911, man down. snake bite is down. The red knight is down. Uh, I went back to my table. I went, you are dead to me. I went, I'm going home. I got up, I walked away and walked back to the hotel by myself. Imagine this. Piss swept through. And from the
3: jugs of water. From the jugs bought, of water. Yeah. But <laughs> I looked
4: as though I'd been, like, freaking in, like, in the waterfall of the or Blagio, Blagio, whatever it's called. You know when they do that freaking water? Pelagio, okay. Blagio, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. dancing fountain. Yeah, yeah. I can't pronounce yeah. my R's, yeah. these. <laughs> so I'm walking back like, like a downtrodden, out-of-look guy and I'm walking back to the hotel. I managed to get my bearings. I walk through the revolving door. Guess what happens? Who's bad? He's there. <laughs> he banged up my tail. I went, I'm bad, and I'll be back. So I went back, got changed, and I went back on it because it's Vegas, baby. It's Vegas.
3: <laughs> okay, okay, stay quiet. I have to. So we ask everyone the same question. <laughs> Tell me, looking back, what advice would you have given yourself? i mean i don't even know where to start but you tell me what advice would you give yourself in that situation
4: it's a marathon not a sprint (laughs) that's the first thing i would say the next one don't fall asleep at a diner
2: It's time for Ticket to Tell. Jokey
1: <laughs> Joking.
2: <laughs> yeah, but really, it is time for Ticket to Tell. It is. I am going to be honest. I got no bites this week, guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what was the question? Let's start with that. What are we asking?
2: Okay, so this week we are obviously talking all about Vegas. So what we asked our listeners this week is, what is your biggest Las Vegas blowout?
3: Ooh. <laughs> Such a good one. Uh, Look, I got quite a few responses for this, (laughs) (laughs) and they're amazing. So I'm just going to reel them off and let you guys enjoy. Okay, so first one is short, sweet, and simple, but amazing. So the whole answer is this: cocaine off a stripper's butthole. (laughs) 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 Not Vegas, I don't know what is. Come on, (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) massive. Whoa, also, as well, like, I love, like, I've heard of like cocaine off your ass, but like the hole, like, that's extreme. (laughs)
2: extreme I'm kind of like wondering, I'm kind of wondering, like, how does it not fall in the hole? Like,
1: (laughs) well, she'll be shelving that (laughs) coach. Shelf, shelf, baby. Or he. It could be a male stripper. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know.
3: Uh, (laughs) This one, I'm not sure if this is a joke or not, but it's also a simple one. The Bellagio Buffet. I've got so many questions that weren't answered. Like, what? (laughs) do you mean you just ate too much or do you mean you had a blowout because of what you ate? Like, I don't know. (laughs) We'll never know. (laughs)
1: Did you not make it? Like, did you pay for the buffet but you blew out so hard you didn't go? Like, I don't know. Nah, who There's knows? too many questions there.
3: Yeah. This one's really good. $4,000 down with three days of no sleep and drinking vodka Red Bulls, then shitting myself for three days. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If you wouldn't have the fear from that, I don't know, like...
3: I, I have the fear just hearing that, like, I can't. But that is what happens in Vegas. It's, Vegas is a time thief. Like, you never know what time it is. You don't know what's happening until it's too late, like you're too far gone. It's classic Vegas.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's a really good point to point out in case people don't realise. But on the inside of these, like, hotels you go to, they on purpose don't have any clocks, so you don't know the time, and they also make it so you can't see outside, so you don't know the daylight. And it's actually crazy. And you know what makes me laugh? Because exactly what you said, Sam, that is so commonly Vegas, but people still come back and they're like, I had the best time. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: one of my friends, I was talking about uh, Vegas to her recently and she just shook her head at me and said, I left my soul in Vegas. And we all did. We've all left our soul in Vegas because that, it's, it's still that's what happens. And and I also, um, for everything, you, the reasons you've mentioned, I think, you're crazy if you spend more than four days in Vegas because if, if you spend any longer than that, you'll just go too far. Like, you'll go too far anyway, but you won't come back is what I'm saying. It's just, it's just a lot.
2: <laughs> you'll be lost out there in the desert. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> right. Um, okay, I've saved the best for last. This is unbelievable. This person writes, the time a bouncer watched me throw up in the line but would still let me in if I could answer three questions. <laughs> Number one, where was I? Vegas, tick, one out of one. She's doing well so far, right? She's doing well. Yep. Question number two, what year was it? Now, it's important to know that it was 2016. She says, I knew there was a two in it, so I said 2012 with absolute confidence. (laughs) Strike one, strike one. (laughs) So the bouncer at this point says, okay, look, we'll still let you in if you get the last one correct. Question three. Question three is. <laughs> oh, get it out. Get it out. Okay. Question three. Is Mickey Mouse a cat or a dog? Thoroughly confused. I answered simply with yes. <laughs> Get in. So no, they didn't get in. I asked her, I said, what how did this end? She said, they gave my friends this fluoro orange hazard waste bag to take me home with and catch the rest of my vomit. Oh. Yeah, and that is possibly the best Vegas blowout story I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) Yes, that
2: is fucking gold. Is Mickey is Mickey Mouse a cat or a dog? Like it says it in the title. (laughs) Yes, yes. Even the twenty twelve with total confidence as yeah. well. It's like <laughs> I know when I get like fucked up, I'm always like, "What day is it? What time is it? What year is it?" Like I literally <laughs> lose track
3: of the year. No, okay. I I w- oh, look. I've spent my fair share of time pretending to be sober in lines, right? But the year, like that's quite <laughs> a like I think I would always know what year it was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what
3: I love as well is that the
1: bouncers obviously thought, like, you know, it's fucking Vegas. We'll let them in. So let's just like do the right thing and ask questions, but let's give them real easy ones so we can just let them in. But they still failed two out of three. <laughs> 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 oh, what a legend. Oh, God. Oh, thank you so much for sharing, Sav. That was amazing. Mm. We just really want to say keep sending them in when we shout it out on our Instagram. It's at one night in BKK podcast. And also, please, we ask for voice notes, but... Ever since we changed from only voice notes to just writing it, everyone's scared. They're all chicken shit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, but to be fair, we also get a lot more responses when we just let people write what they want to write. So, you know.
1: Yeah, we do. So you do you, actually. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Retract that statement. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Being a bit demanding. I do demand, though, that you please actually review us and rate us if you're enjoying this because it helps
3: other travellers find us and share the love. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of One Night in Bangkok. If you have a crazy travel story, tell us about it. You can send us an email, tell us at bkk.com or hit us up on Instagram at podcast.
1: This podcast was born from our shared love of travel and everything it adds to our lives. Until next time, we'll leave you with a snippet of how travel has changed you.
4: It's definitely made me more sure
0: of myself